podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Right now, savings goals might feel out of reach. But with the U.S. Bank mobile app, we can help you put money aside in a way that won't make you miss it. Using personalized insights, you can save in a way that works in real life and all the curveballs that come with it. So let's get you closer to whatever it is you're saving for. Because at U.S. Bank, even our tools are smart enough to put people first. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Everyone, <clears throat> sorry, and welcome to this evening's Fatback 4 Daily. It's Thursday, the 27th of August, and um, tonight we're going to talk about Oxlade Chamberlain, the stadium, uh, Arsenal's coming up, Paddy Power bets, all sorts of stuff's going to go on this evening. Um, if you have anything, absolutely throw them at me. Um, as I always say, it can be football, non football, random as, as you like it can be anything you want and um, this show of course is brought to you by paddy power paddy power is a bookmaker as everyone um, at least 99 percent of you will know um on your apple devices on your android devices you can download paddy powers app you can get odds on liverpool you can get odds on football in general all the other sports um everything else beyond that and um if you gamble gamble responsibly and if you don't disregard everything I've said, I say this every single show. I say people watching and listening are tired of it, but it's something I have to do at the very, very start. Um, welcome. Um, it's just me tonight. I don't have any um any guests with me tonight. They're all um they're all off doing something else and, and fair play to them. That's it's it's their life and they don't want to be uh they don't want to be um to be on and that's fine. Um, stadium developments, timing timing capacity, um. Any road only, any answers. I've no answers whatsoever. Um, Liverpool have decided to go with what looks like to me a new plan with regards to um, the Anfield road end, and it could be extended beyond that. I'm not too sure. Um, I the, the stadium at the moment holds fifty five thousand, just under fifty five thousand. I think the talk is now sixty eight thousand. I read somewhere earlier sixty eight thousand. Um, I don't know which. It was some sort of Liverpool Twitter page. Was telling was saying sixty eight thousand. I I don't know where they're going to get Anfield Road to sixty eight thousand. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, it's a good development. Um, timing wise, if they started tomorrow, no one FSG they probably want to done in about a year's time. And um, the way they done the main stand was amazing. The way they kept it open and, and built behind it as they went, and then in, in pre season and um, finished it off and had it ready for the new for the new season going back a couple of years ago. Uh, Gavin Blue tonight preferred the red one. Sorry, I was um. I was out um, hitting a few golf balls, and this is me golf top I have on, so I'm really, really, um, really, uh, just it's what I'm wearing. There's nothing I can do. Um, today was interesting, wasn't it, Sir Kevin Sullivan? It was. It was interesting stuff went on today. Um, 
Super Alpha 68,000. No, I presume you're saying not seeing that an official place. I don't know where I read it. Seeing the number 68,000. Um, for me, if they don't the Anfield Road end, you're probably looking in around 60,000. That would be my guess. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Mikey G says, I won't start until after the new training ground is finished. That's a very good point. Um, you know, Kirby seems to be the the thing they're looking at at the moment. That's their main objective. But I suppose with these sort of things, you have, you're going to have, <laughs> you have to put plans in motion, don't you? You have to, um, you have to, I suppose, you can't just decide tomorrow, you know, it's um, it, it, we're, we're building this ground, you know, that kind of way. I don't think that's how. I really don't know how. Think that's how it works. So there has to be plans for motion. I know there was some sort of wasn't there some sort of deadline on the planning permission that you originally had. Um, have they be, have they been that? I'm not too sure. Um, have they have they gone on a new plan? Nobody really knows. But I think it's a fair point that um, I think it's a fair point Mikey makes. I think you know Kirby will remain. The priority for the moment but planning will have to go on in the background if they want to get this done in say the next two three years they're going to need they're not they're going to need um they're going to need to get the kind of ball ro- rolling if you know what i mean uh super Al says you have not seen any plans just seen somebody saying they will be coming forward with plans very vague well you see i'm presuming uh, you see yeah i know what you're saying there um and i think that was down to the fact that the the planning permission that he had to do the Anfield Road end, I think it expired next month. Um, I think it expired next month, early next month it could be. So it could be just one of those things where they have to probably bin that and 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 start again. You know, um, I, the likely number would be between sixty three and sixty five thousand. There's an awful lot that goes with that, though. You know, infrastructure around the ground. Um, you know, it's. It has to be has to be up to a, a very very high standard. I know I've heard train lines and and all sorts of stuff being, you know, um, being mentioned before. So we'll have to wait and see on that. We really really will. Uh, the new night deal soon, Gav. Um, says can you hack it, LFC? Here we go. Uh, the new night deal soon, Gav. And back twenty twenty the four signing. Do you know I've I've seen a few people talk about this. Um, I've seen people talk about this and say. Uh, could this tie in with the Jurgen Klopp thing? You know, has a contract kind of stalled? Would Nike have too much of a say and and stuff like that? I I I find it hard to believe. Now, don't get me wrong. Nike may come in and say, Jurgen Klopp, we are sponsoring X amount of money. We are willing to put this amount of money up towards this player if you are interested. I can't for the life of me see FSG, especially at a point where they would, could possibly be trying to encourage Jurgen Klopp into a into a, a contract extension, then turning around and saying, Oh well do you know what? Um you know what we could do we could we could turn around now and say, you know, um oh Nike are making a decision, Nike want this player. You know, it's it's just it's just one of those things where I find it very, very um I find it very peculiar that Nike would do something like that, you know. Um but we'll have to we'll have to wait and see, we really will. Um New train or tram line, I heard, says Super Al. I think there is something around that. Al, now, I'm, don't take me as your official kind of spokesman on this, but I do remember reading something a couple of years back with regards to plan of permission around um, the Anfield Road. On top of that, then, you had um, the infrastructure that has to be in place, i.e. train lines were in a certain distance of the ground to facilitate. I think it was if you went over the number six, 
60,000 was uh, was the number. So we'll have to wait and see. And like you said, no um, official plans have kind of come out. So we'll have to wait and see what actually happens, you know. Um, how much do you think the Nike deal would be? Um, 100 million a year sounds about right, I think. For 10 years, you're going to want big, big money. You're going to want big money if you're going to commit to 10 years to Nike. Um, you know, and if they... If they come in and go, we want you for ten years. It shows how, you know, willing they are, and and not desperate, but really enthusiastic they are about getting Liverpool. Because to be quite honest with you, I don't think there's a more, um, there's a more, I wouldn't say fashionable club at the moment, but there's the club out there at the moment that can be, you know, put up on a pedestal and and really promoted and and put around the world. Although it's already around the world, but. Um, I don't think there's a bigger club like that in the world than Liverpool at the moment. I really, really don't. The way we're playing football, the things we're achieving, the manager we have, the, everything about everything about it is is just. Um, I just think it's so marketable. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I don't think there's a mar- more marketable club um, in the world right now. Real Madrid got 1.4 billion for 10 years, says Kevin Sullivan. Well, um, and you also reckon the cut should be close to 1.2 billion. Listen. We'll have to wait until figures come out. I've seen that thing from Forbes earlier, and they've they've kind of sent the whole place into a spin, haven't they? Um, but we'll have to wait and see. If you're watching this show, as I always say, go on to go on to Twitter, hit the share button, share it onto your timeline. If you're on YouTube, you know, share the YouTube link, uh, subscribe, tell other people to subscribe. And the more we get on here, like like the likes of Super Al, Mikey, Kevin Sullivan, Jono, Chris Brack, all these people, um, all with brilliant opinions night in and night out um you know it's it's that's what it's all about isn't it i'm just here to relay the information really um night could offer lfc as part of a deal a big lump sum for club to invest in a player without dictating who the player is bob's reported that night would be biggest in the premier league um well i think the biggest in the premier league at the moment will be united but united's one i think is 750 over 10 years but that is only if um they qualify for Champions League week in and week sorry week in and week out they'd be doing well um, it would it would be year in and year out I think that drops around 40 to 45 million they lose a lot and I think Adidas um, take a hell of a lot um, I think Adidas would be would get a hell take a hell of a lot from their short sales and, and different things you know Real Madrid get 116 million a year from Adidas um, well there you go that would pull it around if it's a 10 year deal 1.1 billion is that right pounds um it's it's phenomenal money let's be honest it really is it's absolutely phenomenal money um you know it's it, it's 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 you, you could say it's ludicrous money you really really could um but that's just the way things are going um sancho in january maybe or Mbappé in the summer or both in the next two windows there's uh Kirker's lfc um I think we might be getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. And you know what? One thing I will say is when this fan base picks on something and wants it, it's absolutely relentless in what it wants. Um, The summer window just gone. You know, the lack of signings and stuff like that showed that. Um, You know, let's, let's get the details out of the way. Let's get the agreement in place. And let's see what sort of money it actually is. You know, 100 million wouldn't be just a flat 100 million. It would be 100 million depending on Champions League qualifications and, and different bits like that. Um, let me see. Mikey says, Mikey, you read a lot. I like you. 
Um, you're great with the um, you're great with the uh, information. I, w- I read I read we will get more in 15 hours off night than everything getting four years off their deal. Yeah, listen, everything will absolutely lose their, lose the plot if this actually goes through. Uh, Cop eighty asks Gav's new stadium plans. What do you think? I've just gone over it. Um, I listen as many seats as you possibly can at Anfield. That's the way I look at it. Um, with the right infrastructure around the ground, the, the match day experience being. As it is now, excellent. One, once you keep that, um, you know, I'm all for it. Whatever they can, whatever they can do, I'm not for leaving Anfield. I never will be for leaving Anfield. So if they can find a way to extend the Anfield Road, the cop, the Kenny Daglish looks a bit more difficult. But if they're if they're in any way, um, if they're in any way able to do anything with regards to getting more people in that ground to support Liverpool, um, I would. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely all over. Um, what the, what do you think of Coutinho going to Bayern? He must be crying into his pillow at night. I think it's a good move from. I think he do all right there. Um, but Coutinho left Liverpool saying his dream was to play for Barcelona. His dream is now over. Um, how many players go off on loan and come back and make a fist of it? Not too many, in my opinion. So it's it's a difficult one for Coutinho. I think he has to make the best of the situation he's in. I do believe he tried to get back to Liverpool. Um, I do believe that. Um, and Liverpool weren't having a bar of it, and I, and we can talk about money, and we can talk about loan deals and and obligations to buy or no obligation to buy. I just think I genuinely, in my heart of hearts, I think it came down to Jurgen Klopp deciding that that transfer to Barcelona hurt him way too much, and he wasn't really going over all ground. Um, Cop eighty says we he agrees with me. We need to go over seventy five thousand. Listen, it's a great idea to go over seventy five thousand, but you would need to probably you would definitely need. To be going, um, you would be definitely need to be redeveloping three sides of that ground to get to seventy five thousand. If the Anfield Road brings you to sixty, for argument's sake, say sixty one, you have fourteen thousand seats to find. Fourteen thousand seats to find in two stands is is no mean feat. Um, it really isn't. You would have to make the cop absolutely and utterly humongous. Um, and then you would have to look at doing to the Centenary or Kemlin or Kenny Daglish, whatever you call it. You would need to be going main stand again, you know, um, to go to go and see if you can get near seventy five. It's it's a big ask to get up to seventy five, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, Klopp wants the budget for Mbappe. All roads gab lead to PSG. So much puzzle. Um, we have to wait and see. But as I said, let's see how Kirby goes. Let's see how um the redevelopment goes. Let's see how the season goes. You know, um, you have to be still ultra successful to to um. You know, get these players unless you're willing to offer mega, mega money. And on top of that, you have to remember everyone now will know Liverpool have this deal in their back pocket. They're going to, um, they're, they're going to get, you know, a little bit more greedy when it comes to getting money off Liverpool for players and, and different teams. Um, I'm reading this, gonna read this comment from Jono. I haven't read it fully. It could be a joke, but I'll go for it. I read Everton get seven million a year from their kit supplier. Absolutely state of that club. At least they have a nice new stadium that won't be built until 2065. I heard a little story around Everton and their, and their kit suppliers that their kit deal ran out with Umbro and they went off looking for a Nike or, you know, an Adidas or an Under Armour or, or whoever, the, you know, Puma, different, you know, manufacturers like this and none of them would take them on. Now, I don't know how that's true. That could be just Liverpool fan messing. Um, but I hope it's true. But seven million a year, Jesus Christ, that, that's, that's something that we used to get off you know, Carlsberg 15 years ago. You know that kind of way. So it's one of those. Um, 
John O says we have to max the capacity in the Anfield Road end because I'm not sure how you extend the cop. It's, it's difficult. The cop and, and the and the Kenny Daglish stand is probably the two dip, most difficult ones um, to do. It really, really would. It's it's one of those where when you walk down the side of the Kenny Daglish stand, you're looking at someone's backyard. You really are. Um, the cop backs out onto the superstar that's there. You have a couple of pubs that are in the vicinity. Um, you know the Albert and 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 the park and things like that. You would have to be going out and literally right up to the edge of the edge of the road and then is that even allowed you know that kind of way so it's strange but listen i want to move on to um and it's a good discussion i don't i don't mind the discussion over i don't mind the discussion over um over anfield and and extensions and, and bits and pieces like that i really really don't so look um I, I, uh, now let me start again alex oxley chamberlain so alex oxley chamberlain um Sorry, no, I'm not going to go to Alex Oxley-Chamberlain because this cop stuff's still going on in the chat and I don't like to ignore people. Um, Super Al says everything will end up with Primark. Probably will, and best luck with them. If they can get 8 million off them, ha- absolutely. Uh, I'm Cop 80, I think, is saying two levels to the cop. You see, that's where it goes into into murky waters. I think the cop is meant to be just one free-flowing stand from top to bottom. And that's where you may have the problem. But you see what Spurs done at the end of their stadium. It's fantastic. But I think they had a hell of a lot more um, room. Uh, Super Al says, Cop all standing. Um, you're getting into stuff about uh, safe standing and stuff like that. And I'd love to do I'd love to do something on stay, safe standing. I've done it in the past on podcasts. Um, but I'd love to go back and see. Um, I'd love to see what people think. You know, it's a very... It's a very... Um, safe standing is an intimate kind of issue with Liverpool fans above anybody else so I really wouldn't like to go into it unless I was dedicating a show to it so I will try to get one or two people on talk about safe standing see where people come from it you know and, and, and go from there um, need to exta- st- uh, expand what is wrong with me tonight need to expand the stadium to 70,000 plus to stay competing with City listen you could put your stadium to 200,000 a week you know and you wouldn't compete with City on the money it's just impossible you know what I mean I you can and listen. You can you can extend as much as you want, and I I believe FSG are doing a brilliant job in what they're trying to do with the stadium, the training facilities, um, you know, endorsements here, there, and everywhere, sponsorship deals for everything. They're doing an absolutely amazing job. Um, but but you're 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 competing against a country here, you know, a country. It's it's insane. Um. Chris Back says he did hear that rumor. They went back cap in hand to Umbro. The deal they agreed was the worst was worse than the original Umbro deal. Well, there you go. Super Al says Celtic have safe standing. They absolutely do. Um, and I know who was it? It was Gareth Roberts from the Anfield Rap went and spent a day at Celtic Park during a match and went and, and discussed it with people and stuff like that. But you have to remember, it's a it's a way more intimate issue to Liverpool fans. You know the the survivors of Hillsborough, the families of, of the victims of Hillsborough. So it's it's a really kind of tender issue where we would have to take a lot more consideration over this than most clubs would. I believe most clubs would go for it because it would increase capacity without actually having to change the stadiums all that much. But Liverpool doing it is a, is a completely different issue and one I would like to put aside for another day and, and talk about it in depth with people that actually you know, know way more than me about it, you know. Um, Super Al says, let's do a full show on safe standing in this format. I will, I, I will absolutely do it if people want to, but I would get someone on, on 
you know, maybe from Liverpool or somebody that has experience safe standing so we could actually get a, a you know, a, a hands-on kind of um, input on it. You know, I've never been in a stadium with safe standing, so for me to come on and, and you know, tell you all about safe standing, I'd be just lying to you and I wouldn't do that, you know. Um, any news on Alisson or Keita? Um, no, no updates from the other night. I, I think Alisson will be out in mid-October at best. And I think Keita could be... You, you won't see him till after the international break. Anyway. anyway. Um, let me see. Uh, Super Al says, excuse my typing. Excuse excuse me. I'm, I, I go to say a sentence every two minutes and my tongue you know, wraps itself around itself. I don't know what's going on. Um, but look, let's get on to Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain... Um, Signed a new long-term deal with Liverpool today. Um, horrific injury he, he suffered. Um, a really bad injury that can be that can not end your career, but it can really put your career down a couple of notches. He's fought back really well. Liverpool have stood by him. Um, he has now signed what they just call a long-term deal. So I'm, I'm presuming he, from today he probably has five years left on his deal. Um, I'm absolutely delighted for the guy. Um, I think just watching him play, first of all, um, you know, I think he was really, really grown into the role he had at Liverpool. Um, he gets the injury. The way he fought back, um, you know, the way he fought back was absolutely just a testament to himself and, and his ability and his, his determination to get back playing football at the highest, highest level. Uh, Liverpool, of course, stood by him, and I think he will be forever grateful for that. Um, but just looking at him, and he done a lot, he took on a lot of um, a lot of social media work, you know while he was out injured and he was excellent at it and you know he re- looks a really good guy he, look, he looks like the sort of guy that the whole squad really really like uh, Jurgen Klopp most certainly rates him and um, he's trying to get him back on that pitch and he's trying to get him to be you know influential again for Liverpool um, Kevo Sullivan says he's delighted for Ox our investment protected to 2023 so we're looking at four years maybe left in the deal four or five years like a new signing to Super Al that is an amazing See that like a new signing? He's not. He's just a player coming back. And he's um, he's a really good uh, addition to the squad that wasn't there last season. But he's not a new signing. He's, I thought he played a great role last season throughout Champions League runs and title run-ins. Where, you know, taking pressure off, off players that where he was taking on media duties and stuff. A little bit like um, Jordan Henderson in 2014. He gets sent off and he decides to take on all media duties. To let players go and, and concentrate on, on the important stuff on the pitch. But what do people make of um, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain? I'm presuming, I, I doubt I'll get a, a, a comment in here tonight saying that, no, I don't know why we've done that, you know, he's injury-prone and stuff like that. I think he's fought back brilliantly. Um, I think at Southampton on Saturday, we've seen flashes of what he can do. He'll only get better as he builds that fitness and that stamina and, and the sharpness and, and getting to know his teammates again on the pitch and, Little, maybe little things have changed over the time he was out and he's getting used to them. So, listen, it's a, it's a really good thing for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Um, it's a really good thing for Liverpool. And, um, listen, fingers crossed, um, he he stays fit, he stays strong, and he has a really, really good season. Can you hack it out of says we need to get an Ox song going? Um, listen, if you have a song and you would like to type out the lyrics to it and send it to me or send me a video... Um, yeah, I'm absolutely all for it. Jeffrey Anthony says, Jeffrey Anthony, I've never seen that name on the YouTube page before, so if it's your first time on, you're absolutely welcome. Uh, rotate their midfielders often and we avoid injuries. Yeah, that's that's what your squad is all about, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Um, you, you use your squad from day one of the season. 
don't overdo your players right through till March and then when niggles and suspensions and injuries do develop, these players have been sitting cold for four or five months and getting the odd run out as sub. Use your squad from the first day of the season as much as you can and believe in them. And the, these players then believe that they're part of this and they're really, you know, in with a chance every week of playing and stuff like that, you know. Um, so I'm absolutely delighted for them. Um, for uh, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Um, do you think the front three suited him? Um, I'm presuming the, the front three suited Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain as he play, as he plays. Yeah, because I think you have a very intelligent player in Firmino that Alex, actually, Alex what is wrong with me? Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain um, would benefit from Firmino because Chamberlain's runs, he can bounce balls off Firmino if he needs he has the pace of Salah in behind if he needs to play a true ball and he also has he's a bit of both on the other side with Mane who's electrifying pace but a really really intelligent footballer when it comes to playing little triangles and, and making angles and stuff like that so yeah I think our front three really really does um, do Oxley chamberlain Maverick says does anyone have a feeling we are getting someone in January I wouldn't bet on it um, I wouldn't I really wouldn't bet on it it's one of those where we don't really see something happen unless something mega comes up and we decide to go for it uh, Indy has news at 11 o'clock says Mikey G I keep an eye out Indy is um, a nice bloke um, he's uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously um, and listen don't take Indy too seriously he's a good lad he works hard at what he does um, he even takes the KSC stuff and runs for it um, I talk to him every now and then and he's a really really nice guy um, it's the blue top says can you hack it it is the blue top I'm not wearing this again um, I'm trying to talk and I'm making an absolute bollocks of it uh, so we'll have to we'll have to be in the blue top I know golf tops allowed from now on that's that's a promise from me to you to uh, can you hack it uh, if Ox can develop the defensive work Hendo offers then he's the complete English centre mid um, yeah I think he does I think he is quite good in the system don't get me wrong I think he really is quite good in the system and he works hard he never kind of you never you'd never kind of throw the accusation that he hasn't put a shift in. Um, so I think that comes from quite well, and I think that comes from because of the time, you know, right wing back for Arsenal and stuff like that. I think that's kind of stood him, although it was a ridiculous decision to play him there, but it kind of stood him in a defensive sense. Um, is not taking Phil Coutinho a thumbs up from Klopp for the fourth Bert and the new Fab Four be nice? It could be. That, yeah, that's not a bad point. He could have thought, I have Naby Kate and I have Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. I don't need Coutinho. Um, it could be absolutely that, but I just think, heart to heart, I think he was very hurt by what Coutinho done. Um, Jono says, as much as we hate United, they are the blueprint in terms of being able to spend a lot, but also being self-sustaining club rather than City, who we all know are run by dirty oil money. Yes, Manchester United, well, no matter what you say about them, took a massive leap in the early 90s by extending all Trafford. Um, putting themselves out there, you know, for all sorts of deals and making money. And they've seen, well, we've seen it as a sport, they were the force to see it as an absolute business. And I put them, and I don't mean to be bad on this, and I don't think I'm over-exaggerating, it put them about 10 to 15 years ahead of Liverpool. And we've been playing catch-up since, let's be honest, we're playing catch-up the last eight, nine years when FSG came in because the Hicks and Gillette were a fucking disaster. Let's be honest about it. There's no other words for it. They were only interested in trying to make money and they nearly folded the club. But FSG have steadily tried to be ultra-competitive on the pitch and be 
really marketable and profitable off it. And they have a lovely mix at the moment. And I think the likes of Kirby and I think the likes of the main stand, people will say, oh, they're only building this to make more money and when they leave. But I think it shows a great commitment from them. You know, I think if if the Anfield Road is three years down the road, say, for argument's sake, that's another three years at least of FSG, in my opinion. Um, I think they're trying to... I would like to think they're trying to build some sort of dynasty at Liverpool. And I think they're going the right way about it. And if anyone wants to argue that with me, you're more than welcome to come on and argue with me live on this. Absolutely, I'll take I'll take an argument about FSG all day long. Absolutely all day long. Um, if he can stay fit, Chamberlain will be our Milner replacement. Invaluable player who can supplement the team in many areas. Um, I'm not too sure about a Milner replacement. Um, he could end up being the Cater replacement if Cater doesn't, <laughs> doesn't walk out. But um, listen, I don't want to see anyone being replaced. I just want to see us having, you know, eight midfielders that are top draw, four or five strikers that are forwards slash strikers that are top draw, six, seven defenders that are top draw, and two keepers that are... With the keeper thing, I want one really, really great one, which we have, and somebody able as backup, and I believe we have that in Adrian. Um, That Vorm link last night was a bit strange. I didn't really look into it, but um, is is Vorm out of contract? Is he gone from sports? Someone might need to tell me on that. Listen, the match is on Saturday. It's on a half five. Um, I'll probably do... A podcast straight after for a bit of reaction probably about half past seven or whenever it finishes um so look when, with the match coming up um we had this last night where if you have any bets that you like the look of and like i was thinking today do you know what i think it'll be both teams to score i think i definitely put salah obama Yang, and i have van dyke so my bet the weekend both teams to score and them three to score as well if you have anything like that just Absolutely, go and lash it on to us, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on DM, whether it be on this, type it out and throw it in there. And I'll get Ian to price that up. I'll get him to put it on the specials page. If you are a Paddy Power account holder, you literally go on to football, go on to special, scroll down, you'll find the LSC Day Trippers page, and all your stuff will be there. Um, all sorts of specials, all sorts of what's the odds, Paddy, and all that sort of stuff. It's a, it's a great facility that they're doing for us <clears throat> for every game this season. So. As I, I'll say it now, and I, I will continue to say it probably two and one or two days closer to each game. Just go on there and or come come to us and say, I really like the look of this. We'll get a price up and on there, and then you can go and put that bet on, and you never know, you might make a few quid for yourself. There is a free bet for the game this week, a uh, €20 Euro free bet. I'm trying to work out the best way to do it. If people have any suggestions about how to walk around the free bet, how to give it away, should I do the bet that people suggest and we go from there and we build up a kitty and give it to charity or whatever way you want to do it, let me know what you think and we'll um, we'll absolutely um we'll absolutely do that. But um I'll open that up probably next week and me and all of you will get our heads together and because uh, you make more decisions on this show than I do. So if you have any um if you have any suggestions of how we could walk the, the bet, you know, we could we could give it to one person and if it's better successful he gets half and charity gets half and he stays on winner stays on sort of thing we could do something like that so let me know um well how long have we gone here um i'm waffling the ears off is here for the last 40 minutes we'll do another minute or two have you anything random for me tonight um i love the random stuff when i finish a podcast and i come off and i go i do we're talking mad random stuff i, I really enjoy it like favorite cars chocolate crisps you know you're on a desert island um Oh, Chilks, nice one, I like that. Uh, Mane and Virgil, both the score a header. 
okay yeah i get that priced up for you absolutely i get that priced up for you but will there be anything random before i go um is there anything else going on tomorrow is is friday um we do another show 10 p.m tomorrow night listen if you have anything you'd even like to speak to what your stuff you spot just send the day trip as a tweet absolutely send send the day trip as a tweet um super Al likes the free kitty free bet kitty idea um Charity benefiting from the best, Kev O'Sullivan. Yeah, so what I was thinking was, we could do something where, say, for argument's sake, I give Super Al the bet this week. I give him 20 quid. He can put any bet on the Liverpool game he wants. Uh, oh, 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 you'll see. Best breakfast place around Anfield area. Um, oh, what's the place Jay Riley goes to? I think it does breakfast at the church. But I would recommend Shiraz on North John Street, just off Liverpool 1. Absolutely amazing breakfast. Um let me see. Can we get AFC Arsenal AFC TV chap on after as your guest? I'll have a go. I'll have a go. Um, I'll try, I'll contact them and see if there's anybody around that can do a pod with me after the game on Saturday. How does that sound? Because um, you asked, I will ask. Won six thousand pound off a tenner on the same bet at Munich last season. Says Chilks. Holy fuck. Um, yeah. Well, listen. I'm not. I tell you what. I'll put. A, I'll put um, the, the, the bet on this this week and we might put a, a little bit of that on. How does that sound? So, are people in, are we in agreement? Um, are people in agreement about the bet? We could, I could nominate a person. They they go and put the... They give me the bet. I put the bet on. If it wins, they get half. Charity gets half. And we walk the kitty up for charity. But if they win the bet, they stay on. If they lose the bet, they're off. Yeah? Okay. Can I post the breakfast recommendations on the Twitter page, Gav? I, I, if I remember to afterwards, I will. But I will tell you, it's the church. I'm nearly sure the church um, is one place. And the second place is Shiraz on North John Street. That's, that's my place where I go every time I land in Liverpool. Um, I start. So I'm going to start the bet this week. So it's going to be my bet this week. And if I win, I stay on. If I don't, I give it to you. Yeah, that's a good idea. We do that. Um, but I like the looks of Chilks bet. I think I might put a tenner on that and a tenner on something else. But I will get that priced up for you, Chilks. Absolutely. I'll send that to Ian as soon um, as soon as it goes. Could we use Kitty to buy food for the food banks? Yeah, that's an amazing idea from Chris Brack. Yeah, we could do that. Absolutely. Right, okay. We have a sort. I'll tell you what. I'll write all this down. And tomorrow we will... Um, we will finalise how this bet is going to work for the rest of the season. Uh, but I like your ideas. As always, they're better than mine. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Super Al is going on Saturday for the Arsenal game. Um, Super Al, send me a DM on the Trippers page and I will speak to you after this. And we will. I'll go through a couple of bits that I could recommend to you for Liverpool at the weekend. Um, but yeah, listen, that has to be it. Um, we're messing now. It's 34 minutes. We're only meant to do 30. Um, if this was a concert and it was open air and it was in a residential area, we would be uh, getting fined. And I don't have the money. I gen- just genuinely don't. That's been the Fatback for Daily. You have been amazing. I have messed up things about eight times this evening. But look, I can't be good every night. Some nights I can, but some nights I'm not. That's just how it goes. That's been it. That's been the Fatback for daily. Over and out. 
Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.